Hi, and welcome to Com Church Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk you're about to hear. I've got something I want to talk to you about. So, can all the children, if you're in junior church, why don't you come, come forward and sit here? Just, I'm going to sit here like this. So, if you're in junior church, come over here. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Joshua, show them the way, son. Come on, show them the way. That's it. Come and sit here. Come and sit. Just sit here. I want to talk to you for a few minutes. Is that all right? Come sit down here. I just want to talk to you just, just before. That's okay. There we are. Hello. Now, hands up. Who? So, all those coming down. Who made your mum breakfast in bed? One, one, was that true? Is that true? Not in bed, but you made, you made breakfast. Awesome. Did anybody else make breakfast for their mums? Did you make breakfast for your mums? Kind of. Did you think about it the night before? I thought that would be a good idea. You did, some of you did, but you made breakfast. That's really cool. Well, I'm glad you made some breakfast. Now, was it, was it cereal? Did you make cereal? Who made cereal? You made cereal. Who was big enough to make a nice cooked breakfast? Oh, a lot of you. All right, let's find out. So adults, mums in particular, hands up if you were made breakfast this morning. Oh, maybe you were right. Wow, that's awesome. Now, children, look at me. I know it's a little bit scary, but look at me for the moment. Now, I've got something in here. Now, who's ever... Who's ever done origami? Has anyone done, ever done origami? Do you know what origami is? You've done origami. Some of you have done origami. Now, I tried origami and I wasn't very good at it. I wasn't very good at it at all. So I'm going to show you how I've decided to do origami. Now, so I've got this in here. Now, in here, I've got some green paper and I've got some red paper and something as children we should never play with. But as I'm... I was going to say responsible adult, but as I'm an adult, yeah, don't laugh, thank you. Uh, I've got one of these, it's a lighter. But we never play with those, never, never play with those. Now, so what I've got here, I've got some green paper and some red paper. And I'm going to make something with this paper. But I'm not going to fold it. No, because I can't fold paper very well. I start folding it. Has anyone done origami? You start really well. You, sort of, you fold the first piece. That's nice and easy. And then you fold the second piece. And that's a little bit easier. But as it gets smaller and smaller, it gets really hard. And if you've got small hands like you, it must be easy. So what I've got here is I'm going to take a little bit of this green paper. So you've got the green paper. And I'm going to tear a piece off like that. Is that how you do origami? No. Oh, that's how I do origami. And... If I take a bit of that paper, like that, I've got two bits of paper. Is that how you do origami? Oh. Does it look like a flower? No. So, right, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to put it in this pan, right? So I'm going to put the paper in here. So I'm gonna, what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to work it. So I'm going to screw that up like that. And then I'm going to put that on there like that, all right? And then what we're going to do, we're going to place this lid on there like that, okay? Now, watch what happens. Never do this, by the way. Now, what that's done, it's gone around there. It's going to go around there. It's going to go around. Can you see it over your heads? See all the bits of paper flying over your head? Can you see it? You can. 
I suggest a psychiatrist might be, um, if you can actually see it. So you see it floating around, and in here, all right, what's happened, okay? Shall we say, you see what's happened? Oh, now, what's actually happened is our pieces of paper have become a rose. Oh, now, now what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, I've got a rose now, that needs to go somewhere. It needs to go somewhere, it's Mum's Day. Now, I got, I got a Mother's Day card this morning. I did, wishing me happy Mother's Day, and I thought it was wonderful. So, I'm going to give that to you, is that all right if you take that? Yeah, lovely. Now, because it's Mother's Day, now, I, that's just a silly little trick. That's very easy to do. But I had to learn it. And now there's some things in life we have to learn, don't we, children? We have to learn it. And because we have to learn it, it sometimes takes time. So I had to learn how to do it. I had to practice. And as mums, I'm sure as mums, there's things we've had to practice to do. I say we. I'm not a mum. I'm not actually a mum. Although I've got a Mother's Day card. That's probably what confused me. And so mums sometimes have to practice stuff. Now they have to practice, like for example, as you guys were growing up, had to practice um, getting you to sleep properly on time. And uh, when was the best time to feed you? And had to practice getting you calm when you, when you hurt yourself or um, when you had to potty train. These things take practice. They don't come first time. But there's one thing mums do that are amazing. And they don't need practice. They don't need to learn it. It's just something they do. And it's love you guys. Mums love you. And you are loved by mums, which is awesome. And now, a mum's love for their children is second only to the love of God. God loves you. Now, what I want to share with you, just very quickly, is all the things that mums do, they learn from mums in the past, and they can share with mums going forward. And one thing that they can do is share the love of God, and they share it with you. That's what we hope, is that they share it with you. A mother's love for their children is a wonderful picture of, of the father's love for us. So it's Mother's Day, and we want to, as we've worshipped God and celebrated God this morning... What I want you to do, I'm gonna, I've got some activities for you to do, all right? As we, do, as we talk, right? Because some of you used to be talking a lot. So we've got some activities to do, and they're going to be at the back there. But in a moment, I'm going to send you off to do it. And what we're going to do, we're going to appreciate our mums and we're going to, or, our, or the wonderful ladies who are in our lives who look after us. So we've got some activities at the back. And what we're going to do, you're going to make them while I talk, and, and then you're going to give them to them to appreciate them. Is that all right? Yeah. So remember, although there's some things mums have to learn, a mum's love doesn't have to learn. Because mum's love is awesome, isn't it? And that reminds us of the love of God. Okay, let's just pray for you children, all right? Lord, we thank you for these wonderful children. We pray, God, that you'll bless them, that they will celebrate this day, knowing that, that God, that you loved us first, and so that we can love others, and particularly our mums today, as we celebrate them. And as we remember you and celebrate them, we just pray your blessing over every young life here and everybody in this room in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so why you go and get your activity? They're going to be at the back right there. So Kathy's up there. And I think um, a couple of other junior church team will be there. So go to the back corner. So as we do that, there's a video for everybody to watch. So children, you go and do that and then watch the screen.
But I just thought that was a, a funny little video to go into what we're going to be talking about today. That sometimes there, <laughs> there are little secret things that we have, little tricks up our sleeve just to make our life a little bit easier. So that was just a bit of fun. But today, uh, our, the, the service today is obviously celebrating mums, and it's called Mums the Word. Now, which is all about secrets, I guess. Mum's the word, keeping things quiet. And, um, but, although that is, the, that is what we're going to talk about, um, uh, it's not... You'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. Now, what I wanted to mention also, as we were mentioning um, the announcements, I wanted to save this for here for all the mums in the room and all the ladies in the room. There's a ladies' commission also on the 24th of March, and it's the last of series of knowing who you are in Christ, knowing who you are in God. So Christine McKinney's right here at the front. Uh, there's those at the back. Get those um, for that meeting. That would be really, really amazing. And that actually fits with where we're going to go a bit later. Now, I don't know if any of you uh, ever grew up having a little secret place. Who had a little secret hideout growing up? Some of you, Jim, did. Anybody else? Did anyone have a tree house you'd go and hide? Or a little place in the woods, somewhere you'd go and hide, you would? Yeah, some of you. Some of you are nodding. A few hands going out. A lot of you, well, it's a secret place. I'm not going to let you know, am I? <laughs> but it is a secret place. We had a place where we go and hide, where we go in secret. And usually the only people that we would allow in those places were our best friends. They'd come with us and they'd hide and, and we'd... You know, we'd, we'd plan the whole world and, and, and change everything and, and just do amazing stuff. You know, you, you plan conquering the universe. And you'd have a secret place you'd go. Now, there's few places on earth like that. And for a child, for a young child, one of those best places, one of the places, the places that you feel the most secure and the most safe is snuggled up next to mum. For a child... Um, one of the safest places in the world will be next to mum. It is, it's not a necessary secret place, but it's one of those places that you can go. As a child, there's nothing quite like it. Now, the word secret place um, in Scripture, depending on which Bible translation you use, um, the term secret place is, is, is in a dozen of places, in lots of different places. And um, it's in the Old and New Testament, and it's often translated as the word shelter, um, or um, dwelling or, or covering, something like that. And the secret place is, comes from a word uh, in Hebrew called sather, which means to hide or be concealed, to be protected. So that's kind of that image that it's giving over. Now, Psalm 91, verse 1, uh, in the NIV says this. It says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So we've got there, you've got um, the shelter. But in the King, New King James, it uses the word we've just been talking about. It says this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So those who dwell, abide, habitate, live in the secret place of God will rest under the shadow of of the Almighty. A shadow is often a sign that, the, that there's something there. If you stand in front of a light, or who's ever done those kind of shadow animals? Done those? Are you any good at those? That's the only one I can do, by the way. Not that you can see it, but that's the only one I can do. It's like a fox. 
and you can do it, and it's, it, but the light creates a shadow, and, it, it's, and it's there, but, when, but there has to be light. And God is our light, and his shadow is a protection of the things around. But it's also a sense of knowing that he's there, knowing that he's there all the time. And when we live in that secret place with God, we know that he's there. And there's security in that, and that promise builds us up, lifts us up. Now, when we get hurt, if you fall and graze our knee, if you've ever got hurt as a child, we go run to our parents. We go run to mum, and mum gives a kiss on our knee, and everything is, is much better. It feels much better. Everything's loads better when we go and see mum. When we go and see mum, everything feels much better, and a child is happy again. It's amazing how quickly, when, when you fall, when a child falls, and um, it's on the floor, the child screams and yells, it could be for 10 minutes. But as soon as mum comes over, picks up, <laughs> but it is that sense of, oh, mum's there, it's all right. And that picture of being in that place with God is, is, is that, that you know he's there. A child can play for hours knowing that mum's just there. They, they don't need to play with mum or, or even be looking at mum, but they just know mum's in the room. And they could play for hours. Every now and then, just looking back, seeing mum, and everything's all right. And they play for hours and hours. As soon as mum's not there, oh, it's a problem. But mum's there. And that beautiful picture is what the psalmist is writing about, knowing that God is there all the time. He is there overseeing, looking, watching our lives. He is seeing what's going to happen. He oversees what we do. And that security, that safe place, comes from knowing who God is. We have a time when we spend with God alone. Jesus would often go off to a hillside or often go find a place, a secret place, where he would spend time alone with the Father. That secret place, even Jesus had it, he would find it. And then he knew the truth of that. He knew the truth of knowing who God is and, and found the truth of having a hiding place with God. And in that hiding place, amazing things happen. And Jesus encouraged us in Matthew 6 to do exactly that. Matthew 6, 6 says that when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Now we are encouraged to find that place. We are encouraged to find a place that is our own, alone with God, a secret place to spend time with the Father. We are encouraged to spend time alone. It's great to be together as a church and as a fellowship, and those things are important, and we should never forget that. The Bible instructs us never to forget meeting together. That's important. But on a daily basis, every day, find a secret place. Find a place with you and God and spend time with the Father. And mums, like all of us, we have, in, and in that place, and in that moment, and in those times, we learn who God is. And not only that, we start to learn about ourselves. We learn about what God wants. And because of we understand the Father's heart, we see things, and God challenges us, and we learn to grow, and we learn to change. And so... Um, talking about this with the creative team, a few things that talked about. And one thing that came up was um, the, the scripture in Titus 2, which I'm going to 
touch on very quickly here. Because as, as, as mums, we need that time alone with God, don't we? Say we, I keep saying we. As mums, but we all do, don't we? We need that time. We need to, to, uh, to get re-energised. And time alone with God does that. So Titus 2, 3 to 5 says, Old women be reverent in the way um, they live. Not be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge young, younger women to live or to love their husbands and children and be self-controlled and pure. Be busy at home, be kind, and be subject to their husbands so that no one can malign the word of God. So looking at those, that thing quickly, I mean, we can apply this, um, some of those principles to, to any life. But it says, older women be reverent in the, in the way you live. So to be reverent in what, how we live and what we do. Don't be slanderers or addicted to much wine. There's two things there. One, don't be addicted. Don't let anything master you. All of us can learn from that. Let, don't let anything master us. We, we, the Bible encourages us, don't let things master us. Don't be addicted. And then it says to too much wine. Whatever your thoughts are on whether, you know, having, having a couple of glasses of wine, whatever, wherever you are, it tells us not to get addicted to too much. So that's an important thing. Why? Because sometimes you know, we, uh, the way that we speak, the way that we act becomes different. And it says, and teach what is good. Teach what is good. Young, younger women, love your husbands and children. I think it's fair to say we can apply that to, to older women too. You know, I think older ladies, still, you still need to love your, your husband and your children if you have either of those. Um, <laughs> Rob's like, yeah. <laughs> um, be self-controlled and pure. These things, self-control, fruit of the Spirit. Something else we can all learn from. Be self-controlled and pure. pure. We cannot be pure and right in our own selves. That comes from Christ. And learning how to do that and living that comes from time spent with the Father. In his word, knowing who he is, knowing who we've become. Be kind. Be subject to your husband. Who should love you as Christ loved the church? Let's not forget that. Don't accept anything else. Don't accept anything else. So that no one can malign or defame or slander or smear the word of God. Now you'll notice, you'll probably notice that I skipped over the be busy at home bit. Now there's a reason for that. Back, back then when there's a lot of this was written, pretty much what, what the ladies did at the time, the wives did, was just stay at home. And guys, we have a responsibility in the home. We, we, can, we can do those things at home to help. We are equal in our, in our partnership, equal in our marriages. We can do the things. We can work together. And in a 21st century where, now I, I don't want to patronize anybody, but women, you're amazing. And it's been a little bit too late in our time that the world is recognizing that. You know, some of the most amazing people that change things for the better, some of the most amazing thoughts that are being brought forward, some of the most amazing inventions are coming from women, as it should. And so we should not forget that either. But we must not malign the word of God. Mothers, 
You are awesome. I'm going to thank you. Come in here. Thank you. Thank you very much. But you are. You're wicked. I think you're great. That's because, um, that's because God's made you that way. It's a God-given thing. You are awesome. And, and what God has given you, not just, because, not you're awesome just because you're awesome, but you are. But God has made you and created you in a way that you can create and sustain life. It's brilliant. It's really, really brilliant. It's brilliant. And we're celebrating mums today. So I want to celebrate mums today. I want, I, mums, I want, to, I want to say thank you. I want you to be appreciated today. And every day, but particularly today. Now, I don't want to make the camera and go, but did you know, did you know that for a child or an unborn child, the womb is the safest place in the universe for it? God designed it that way. God designed this uh, part of a, a, a woman's body, and it's so amazing. It's got a, it's a, it's a, now, all right, we don't normally talk about this in church, but I want to mention it because it's amazing, right? Now, the uterus is the strongest muscle in the body by weight. The strongest muscle in the body. Now, guys, I don't know how long you spend in the gym. Lifting weights, it's been a while for me, I've got to say. But, you know, and we, we, we try and build muscle and, you know, we try and look strong. We've got no, it, we, there's no competition. By weight, it's the strongest muscle in the body. We, there's no challenge. It's incredible. It has cells that are found to be adaptive to heal various diseases. Now, there's a, a lady called Lee Salmon who wrote this about the womb, right? She said, now measuring only a few inches in length right, and weighing less than a pair, but don't, don't let the science fool you. It says, it performs feats um, that the very survival of the human race depend upon. Do you know, or do you have any idea just how amazing, supernatural and extraordinary that it is? It possesses a power unmatched by any other organ in the body. Yet they are given little respect or even less attention unless a child is growing, a baby is growing. But God's designed mothers to have such an important role in the creation and, and movement of life, sustainer of life. Now, I understand, I do understand that we live in a world where um, that is it's a sinker's planet. And not always is that possible. So I just want to pause very quickly before I get to the end of my message. And I just want to pray. And I want to pray very quickly for, um, as I've been talking about all of that, this will be a sensitive subject for some. And as a church, we, we understand that. We've been involved in certain ministries and, and things that this affects some ladies. So I want to pray very quickly just for a moment. So if, if children, if you're, if just, just, just give us a moment just to be absolutely quiet. That mums maybe who've lost a child, for mums whose babies went straight to heaven, for ladies who, um, who want to be mums but for whatever reason are unable to be, and for single mums who, who, you know, have to... Have to grow and build a family just on your own. I want to pray. We know that this, these are tough subjects for people, and we want to be sensitive to that. So let's just take a moment. Let, let the love of God just over, wave over us. So Lord, we thank you for the love and the peace that you bring. 
a peace that goes beyond all understanding. And then we just pray, God, that you will bring comfort and peace to those who find maybe days like they're today, although we're celebrating, fairly hard and difficult. So we ask, God, that you will wrap your arms around every single one of us and those who are struggling and those who, as those things that I've mentioned, we find that difficult. So we just pray for your love and peace to just wave over us this morning, in Jesus' name. That, God, that you will speak to the very hearts of those who, 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 for whatever reason, it's just not happened. We pray, God, for your love and your grace to be with them all. Be with us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God as creator has, we are made in his image and he's done some amazing things. And a few Sunday nights ago, Pastor Sarah was sharing uh, something and she shared this scripture, but from a, a translation I've not heard before. And I thought this would fit perfectly with what we're going to talk about and what I'm talking about this morning. And it's Psalms 139, 14 to 16, and it's from the Passion Translation. Now, if you were there that Sunday night, you would have heard this. And just the way this was written blew me away. Blew me away. So as I read it, I think the words are going to come up here. Just listen to what it says. Let the Word of God work in your heart this morning. It says, I thank you. God for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I'd even seen the life today, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Now this is talking about the secret place, what we've just been talking about, the growth of the unborn child. In that secret place there's protection, safety, strength, security, sustenance, food, things that we need for life. And in that secret place with God, we have exactly the same. In that secret place. And what struck me about this scripture is in that secret place, we discover who we truly are. When we're with God, we know and discover who we truly are. Where it says, um, you saw who you created me to be before I became me. In that secret place, we discover who we are. We sang it earlier, because I am yours, God. We are his. Now, a mother's desire is to see their children do some great stuff, I'm sure, and have an amazing, fulfilling life. So mums, this morning, we want to salute you. I'm going to salute you. It's a very, I just like, salute mums. Mums, you're great. Salute. I'm not going to sing the salute song. It's just a salute. <laughs> And because you're so amazing, right, and the other reason I wanted to salute you is because at times you have to be a warrior for your family, don't you? 
have to be a warrior. You pray hard. You, you love hard. You have to be a warrior. And uh, I appreciate, and we all appreciate, what mums do for families. Living like Jesus for families to see, living like Jesus for those who the world needs to see. So, although it said mum's the word, which is talking about a secret, let me tell you something this morning, and mums, listen up. It's no secret. Mums, you are amazing. I want you to take that with you. It's no secret. Mums, we think you're amazing. You are incredible. You are amazing. So children, hopefully you've nearly finished. So children, look at me for a second. Now, every child, can you stand up for a minute? Just stand up. Stand up. And I want you to do something. Every child, stand up. Every child, stand up. Now, after three, I'm going to go three, two, one. And then what we're going to do, so if you've got something in your hand, you might need to put it down because it might get squished in your hand. We are going to give mums a massive cheer and a massive round of applause after three. Can we do it? And then, guys, we can just join in because it'll be great. Are you ready? Yay, mums! Woo! Awesome. Awesome. Now, thank you guys. So now we've done that, we, ha- we have something for our mums. And so what we're going to get, maybe the children come up and grab something for their mums. That would be awesome. But before we do, wait, 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 wait. Before we do that, I want to do one more prayer. I want to pray for those who... Uh, um, Pray for all the mums and everybody this morning, particularly the mums. And uh, I know also Mother's Day can be hard for those who have lost their mums. So we're going to pray for you guys too. And then when I've said amen, children, we're going to come forward. Now today, um, I, I mentioned this this morning, we've got, we've got flowers for, for, for the mums as we normally do. But this year as well, because we did this with the guys this year, we've got a magazine. Yeah. Not, the, not the leftover men's magazines that we didn't give away, but actual ladies, ladies' magazines. Um, so let, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. As we celebrate mums, we want to pray your blessing and strength over every single person here, but particularly every mum that's here, represented here in every family. We pray for those who find today hard, maybe we've lost mums. We ask for your peace for them also. And God, I just pray as we celebrate you and worship you, that we remember all the mums in our lives um, and that they'll have a great rest of the day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Com Church Talks. We'd love to hear from you and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to get in touch, visit our website at www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless.